0: Hello and welcome to Sci-Fi Unchained, where you can enjoy a greater science fiction discussion. Thank you all so much for tuning in and for your avid listenership. right, let's jump right into it. Now, needless to say, there have been massive surges in technological innovations over the last 100 years, going from having entire buildings be used as refrigeration units to being able to send, I don't know, a 10 hour long cat dancing music video through space around the world to another person in the time it takes you to yawn. And the sheer scale of just how far we have come as a species in terms of how we have advanced, not just technologically, but with everything else that went along with it. Medical practices, life expectancy, art and entertainment mediums, schools of thought in philosophy and psychology, and possibly the biggest revolution of all, food how we grow, process, package, food, all of it has changed so drastically in the last 100 years alone, to say nothing about the progression over the course of the last 1,000 years. And all of these marvels that we have enjoyed have been galvanized by a singular leap in something essential to all other advancements, power generation. We went from using primarily coal and steam power in the 1800s to to power large machinations, to using natural gas, solar, wind, and nuclear to harness electricity in vast enough quantities to power human endeavors. Now, there have been debate after debate, studies, tests, decades of research and practical application all in an effort to determine which form of power generation was superior. And while it does appear that natural gas serves as the most reliable, quick and easy solution, there is a much more viable solution on the table here. Nuclear power. Nuclear power lasts longer. You can get more power out of a smaller amount of nuclear substance, and it's much quote-unquote cleaner than any other form of energy, meaning that once it's used, then there's no harmful byproduct, or at least not nearly as much per volume as what you would get with, say, natural gas and oil. However, nuclear has gotten such a bad rap because of its destructive capabilities, if it's mishandled or maltreated, We immediately think of Chernobyl or Three Mile Island, parts of the world where human beings won't be able to trod for decades still. Though improvements have been made to how nuclear material is produced and handled in order to harness its great potential for both power generation and weapons manufacturing. Now, People are still generally wary and overly cautious when the use of nuclear as an uh... alternate to oil and gas is brought up but as of now most cities around the world are powered greatly by way of oil and gas though there are some supplemental power sources for electrical grids they don't nearly outweigh how much those grids are powered by oil and gas though their numbers far too few to be substantial on their own. So, what's keeping us from harvesting greater and greater amounts of nuclear power in order to propel humanity forward? You know, we could be going to the greater frontiers of exploration and discovery. The first ones that pop into my mind are primarily uh, in the regions of underwater discovery, microbiology, uh, outer space exploration, and understanding. Well, here comes the, the big theory, the, the big conspiracy theory. And I should be clear, it is very sci-fi in nature, with a glimmer of possible truth baked into its reason for being. My theory has to do with the rumors that when the U.S. and Russia were conducting nuclear weapons testing during the Cold War era post-World War II, a massive and strange communication went out to the two countries, basically saying that the development of such weapons should cease, or they would be forcibly stopped by an outside alien force. Now, to support these rumors, the sixth man to walk on the moon Astronaut astronaut Edgar Mitchell claimed that UFOs were flying over and deactivating nuclear weapons facilities as they attempted standard weapons testing. Now Mitchell claims that these aliens were keeping the world governments from escalating to nuclear war, and that they were observing humanity in order to ascertain our ability to progress and advance why would they do this though what how would they even be aware of us in our dabbling in nuclear technologies now this is where the theory comes into play the theory is thus the alien culture that has been monitoring us has been made aware of us because of our use and testing of nuclear technologies because of how they map the very cosmos they traverse by measuring and marking greater and lesser nuclear signatures i.e. stars, which are basically composed of massive nuclear explosions. Now keep in mind the four governing forces of our universe, electromagnetism, gravity, greater nuclear fissions and fusions, and lesser nuclear fissions and fusions. These are the four primary governing forces of our universe. They make everything happen. And if these alien civilizations are so advanced as to travel amongst the stars, then they must have a method by which to navigate and traverse the galaxy safely. I believe that method includes mapping the nuclear signatures of stars and spatial bodies that litter space now consider the earth until the 1900s there had been no nuclear activity until humanity had begun its development and experiments though with the nuclear signatures being seen in varying amounts and brief flickers across the surface of our small planet in a solar system that already housed a governing body of nuclear activity these aliens could have noticed such activity and decided to investigate further. It would be as if a topographer who had created a finely detailed map suddenly discovered that he had made a grave error in missing a substantial landmark that you know he could have included in his depictions and directions. Uh, indeed, it would be far more important for these advanced alien civilizations to investigate if this was their reasoning, especially if they made use of faster-than-light travel in one form or another. They would need to map around great bodies of electromagnetism, mass shadow gravity wells, which is Star Wars-speak for, you know, planetary gravity pull atmosphere, Um, eh, it's Star Wars speak. (laughs) And of course, they would have to map around nuclear activity as safely as possible to guide their ships through the dangers of space. And so the aliens would then stumble upon humanity infantile and squabbling amongst themselves, as such children are wont to do. They thusly decide that these primitive beings, taking their first steps at true innovation and technological advancement, must be guided towards the correct path, lest they destroy each other and dash any hopes of joining their galactic comrades. So what do they do? after seeing humanity's potential for destruction in World War II, the Three Mile Island and Chernobyl incidents. These star-traversing brethren of ours would fly over our weapon installations and simply turn them off, while sending out a mass message with all of the world's superpowers CC'd on it, saying, Hey, you're going to destroy the planet and wipe out all of humanity. Quit it or we're going to do something about it. And of course, why would the governments of the world be keen on their populace learning that this is actually true? Because I mean, the governments have all come out and said, "Oh no, aliens, they don't they don't exist. We we have no knowledge of extraterrestrial life." That's hokey. It's it's uh, You know, just some crazy person high on drugs thinking that there's aliens making crop circles and whatnot, right? They brush it under the rug and they do it long enough to where people actually do start thinking that way that there can't possibly be extraterrestrial life. But how much do you really trust? your government. Take the U.S. for example. Between operations such as Operations Northwood, Paperclip, Mockingbird and yes, even an operation called Operation Stargate where the CIA tried to create psychics for 20 years. How much trust can the people truly have in their governing body? This is to say nothing of the her- horrific operations like the tuskegee syphilis experiment so with that trust justifiably dashed why then would we accept the government's denial of something as serious as alien intervention in our world i for one am looking forward to a time where the government can no longer hide this grand revelation and subsequently all of the deafening silence from naysayers worldwide. I think the solution for this is to realize that we need not to make such strides in developing weapons of planet-wide destruction because what happens when a nuclear armament is used especially one that has been created nowadays its destructive capability isn't limited to its initial explosion i mean people can't live there for generations the the ground the soil the mushroom cloud uh, i mean it's it's insane how powerful and and terrifying the use of the nuclear armament is and if enough of them are used then you're going to have the sky blanketed with this enormous cloud of radioactive rain. So if the explosion doesn't kill you, the r- the literal rain will, because it's carrying down um, radi- radioactive ionized particles. So the I think the solution is to focus more on power generation. If we have nuclear plants that are to be fair, much cleaner, and we we get much more bang for our buck than using oil and gas. I don't see the downside. I see the potential for maybe maltreatment and misuse, but if you create enough safeguards, if, if you make redundancies upon redundancies in terms of safety precautions. If something bad happens in a nuclear reactor, it, and you have enough safety precautions put in place to where it will be contained, then why not go full ham on nuclear power? We should have as much nuclear harvesting countrywide as possible two things we need to boost in this country power generation via nuclear and farming <laughs> but that's a whole other conspiracy story that's a that's a whole other conspiracy corner episode i think so yeah i this all boils down to i believe that the government does not want us knowing about aliens because nuclear stuff. They they also don't want to ramp up their nuclear capabilities because they know the aliens will come and mess with them. So, they have two objectives. One, gotta keep the aliens out because oh no, we don't want aliens. We don't want people realizing that they were right and and uh, you know, giving their imaginations a a justifiable boost and, you know, having people all uh, realize, oh, hey, they're aliens and they're pretty powerful and they have ships and things and technology that's way better than ours. So we should probably put all of our individual, you know, petty differences aside and come together as humans so we can deal with these aliens, right? Of course the governments don't want that. Of course. So how do you keep the aliens away? Well, they said that they would come back and poke around if we had more nuclear weapons testing. But they'll probably come back and do the same thing if we have more nuclear power generation because if all they're reading is the nuclear signature then they're not I, I don't think that there's a huge discernible difference between the two well maybe in the next 5, 10, 15 years we'll see if that's the case But that is all I had for right now, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and stick around for more Sci-Fi Unchained. But for now, live long and prosper, my friends. And may the Force be with us all.